0: initially the most challenging thing was just like figuring out like how to do layers. Um, not, not, not that it was challenging. It was just like really time consuming. Um, but I would say now, I mean, just continuing to, um, you know, really just get the word out there because the only real avenues that we have at the moment is really Twitter. Um, and that that just kind of, like you're always going to be a little capped on that um especially if you're doing it
1: you know organically Welcome back to the Vault Podcast. I'm here with my co-host Parker. Today we have John from Soul Reapers on episode eight. How are you doing today, John? Doing great. Great to be here with you guys. Uh, thanks for joining us.
2: Yeah, man. Thanks for thanks for being on the show. Appreciate it. Um, you know, sometimes uh, the the Twitter DM isn't the best way to uh, to reach out to people, but I'm glad I'm glad you responded. Tell me about a, tell me a little bit about what you're working on, and maybe like how you even got in the space to begin with. It's kind of like a funny story of like how I
0: started because. I'm not, like, a professional artist or anything like that, and I'm sure you could kind of tell that um, just from, like, you know, some of, like, the graphics and details and stuff. But I started my journey on ETH um, with a one-on-one collection. Um, I basically – this was before I had my Microsoft Surface and a pen, so I I just – I've always liked to doodle growing up and it's always been like almost like a funny like joke between my friends just because the doodles are so weird looking um and you know I would just like in college i would like draw on paper and like put it on the wall and like people would like just crack up about it but you know it just it was like an internal like funny joke and then once i kind of got into nfts and crypto um and i kind of saw that you could like do this and you know like make something out of it Um, that's where I kind of just started like playing around with, um, it wasn't even Photoshop. I don't even know what it was called, but it was just whatever was on like my really old laptop. Um, so I started just doodling around. Um, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to drop, not a collection, but I'm just going to make a collection and drop individual pieces on OpenSea, um, as I make them. Um, so the first, you know, so I started doing that the first, I would say like 50 or so are done on my old laptop with the mouse. Um, So it's actually really funny. And then you can kind of see the progression. I get up to like 300. um, And you can kind of see the progression from like the first one all the way up to like the last one. Um, And it's pretty funny. Um, So that just kind of, you know, I was doing that just more for fun and learning. Um, And then never, you know, I was selling them for free. I was never really trying to make money off of it. Um, And just, you know, getting better at it. And so then you know, kind of, I discovered Solana and I was kind of, um, thinking about, you know, let me just like play around with layers and see if I can learn this. Um, cause I saw the value in, you know, being able to drop a collection that is a little bit more than, you know, 300 just to, for community base. Um, so I ended up just messing around with layers and literally had no idea what I was doing. Um, I somehow it just ended up working out and I, um made a collection a generative collection um i only made 2,000 like 222 of them um but then i decided to drop it on um solana as a f- as a free mint, just because i didn't want to you know didn't want anyone to pay for it um really um going back i mean maybe i would have charged a little bit for it just for the fact that it will help you know it does help with like fuel growth um to kind of, you know, put back into the project. Um, But that's like another story. But basically I dropped that. um, And, and yeah, I mean, we, we, we ended up selling out the first day, which is pretty funny. Um, It it was more like reassuring that like, all right, people actually like, there is like a little bit of like a niche community that like, is actually into these weird things that I'm drawing. Um, And it's pretty funny, but, but yeah, I mean, and then that's kind of where I am right now. I mean, I do have plans for like an upcoming um, one on one drop, just because I do enjoy drawing characters and creating characters. Um, and I am actually going to use that revenue to to push back into Reapers uh, since the first one was free. Um and then you know just kind of reinvest into the website and marketplace um and just try to make more fun things um, to you know for the Reaper community.
2: So. So curious. So, like, so you did a you did a free mint on Solana. Like, has has the floor price has the floor price gone up from there? Because I'm curious. Because like, you, if you said that you can kind of tell the progression from like the first ones to the last ones, um, would you say that the first ones are like more rare?
0: So, so th- in terms of like the progression part, that was more on my ETH collection. Um,
2: oh right. Yeah. Yes.
0: So that was my ETH collection, um, but. In terms of yeah, so I mean that would be my ETH collection.
2: Gotcha. Okay. So what do you have? Uh, what do you have planned for the future for for Soul Reapers?
0: Yeah. Um, so I mean, I do. I like the art aspect of it, and just more of like the entertainment aspect of it. More, um, you know, like the fun um, aspect. So I'm gonna make a series uh, with some of the characters and kind of tie in all of the all of the different uh, collections since there's technically going to be three of them, you know, one on ETH and then two on Seoul. Um, So I'm, I'm going to just like think of a fun, and I have some things in mind in, in how to like tie in some of the characters and be able to use some of the NFTs and the specific one-on-ones that individuals get to draw them into the series um, and tie some, you know, benefits and cool things like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of the direction, you know, between that and spicing up the website. Um, I do plan on making an internal like marketplace so that you know you can kind of get everything from there and then this way um because we do staking so this way you know the utility of that will be a little bit better um but yeah I mean as of right now I mean this is the first phase so for the first phase I f- plan on doing that right like growing the community making it fun to actually own a reaper nft um and starting that series
2: okay cool well let's let's dive into that a little bit so so yep. you want to do you want to do the series like let, let's talk about that like Sure. we're talking about an animated series, right?
0: So, I mean, I don't think animated as of right now it's just going to be um, like digital. So, I'm going to draw pictures. Um so each each series, so like each episode is going to be like a like a like a mural, like an illustration. Um, and then each illustration is going to like tell a story.
2: Okay, do you have any sort of like lore, background anything that you've that you're thinking about doing so far?
0: I don't so I do have um like a storyline um, of the Reapers. Um, so I'm going to go off of that Mm -hmm. storyline. Um, it's on the website. Um, and then kind of build from there. Okay.
2: Well, do you mind sharing what's, what is the, what is the storyline? Do you mind going into that a little bit? Yeah.
0: So I would say, yeah, absolutely. So the preference of the storyline are, you know, they first were the Reapers, um, which are the hooded, um, you know collection that I have of the skulls the really weird looking things um they were in the graveyard for you know years and years and years they were living peacefully quiet um and one day they were invaded by this really weird random species um the creepers um and those are all of the one on ones that I have um and eventually you know or initially the creepers their main goal was to take over you know the graveyard which is their quote-unquote you know like atmosphere or like uh, universe um so that was their first goal but then they ended up liking the reapers um and actually kind of like just like really like kind of attaching themselves to them um so that's why in a lot of the nfts you'll see um you'll see a reaper you know the hooded people but then you'll see a lot of those little creatures attached to them um because they ended up liking them so now they kind of coexist um and it's kind of like they're annoying to the reapers and they kind of hang around them um and they just kind of pop up in different in different avenues so
2: nice that's like the price. no that's super cool man um and then as far as like the utility goes when it comes to like owning a reaper you said you mentioned staking um how exactly does that work because to be honest like messiah and i we're not we're not crypto experts by, actually Matai is more of an expert than I am. Um I just th- I just find the space really interesting and I love talking to people in the space. I think it's super cool. Um, so what what's how's how's how your staking platform in the background going to work?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So right now it's 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 uh, live so we use a um a site that kind of automates all of the process for you, but I kind of like staking because I look at it as almost like you know how like when you used to go to um you know like supermarkets and stuff like that you get like royalty points and it's basically you kind of look at it as like an internal um i would say like currency for your project um, so that they don't have to, you know, pay real money or soul um or, you know, ETH to to purchase things or, you know, to, to be involved in things. Um so basically the way that we have it work is um, and I mean this is just how staking works in general, but um they have to, you know, put their NFTs, let's say it's like ten of them, into a vault for X period of time. And as it's in the vault it accumulates value um or it, you know, yields a certain amount of whatever your token is. Um, and then from that token, they're able to then use that token to purchase things. Um, so there's a lot of back and forth in the community like, you know, why are you like this is a useless token like it doesn't act like you can't transfer it for money and things like that unless you have you know like a liquidity pool or some type of backing that could um you know make it worth something but i kind of look at it in a different way i look at it almost like a rewards program that companies have um like rewards points um where you accumulate all of these points um or you know tokens and you could then use that to purchase you know like nfts or you know, being a project, I get a lot of other projects reaching out to me for collabs and they want to give us whitelists and, you know, NFTs and just all this cool stuff. So um, the first, at least the first phase of, you know, staking for us is going to be to enter into raffles to be able to win those. And that's what a lot of, you know, other projects are doing at the at the moment. So I'm not trying to, you know, like reinvent the wheel, but, you know, obviously as I, you know, as the, the uh, project grows, I just want to make that a little bit, th- or the the things that I'm raffling away um, increase in value.
1: That's nice. Um, John, I'd like to take it back a little bit, kind of to the beginning when you were talking about uh, doing doodles and you were in college. And I'm curious, um, were you like an art major or were you studying something else in college but just like love to draw and dabble in the arts on the side?
0: Yeah, absolutely not an art major at all. Um, I did take one art class, but it ended up, I just didn't really get any value from her. But no, I I actually studied uh to be a teacher, um education. Um didn't go that route, but um but yeah, I mean it was more of just while I was in my classes, you know, while I was learning, I was also doodling. So I have like notebooks of just like tons of just doodles. out, you know, I'll have my notes and then there'll just be a ton of like creepy pictures around it. And it's just
1: really funny. Okay. And um, I know you said like you, you did all the artwork and you were experimenting and, and you learned how to put it on Solana. I'm also curious, did you do all this by yourself or did you work with like, you know, maybe some coders that help with the uh, the generation or the minting website?
0: Yeah. So I have one um, buddy of mine who who was the developer, basically. Um, so I did everything up until, um, you know, I sent them the or I, I sent him the the files. Um, once everything was completed and then he just basically did whatever he did to put the actual contract together. But yeah, that part I didn't touch.
1: Okay. Nice.
0: Yeah, no, I know what I know and I know what I don't know. And that's what I don't know. Um, but everything else is me. I mean, I did the website. I did, I mean, it's not the greatest website, but I did the website. I did literally everything else I do all the marketing. Um, I am the only founder and like active person in it. Um, but there are stuff I just don't know. So I do have to like
1: ask for help. OK. And is this like your, your first like um, time, like, I guess, in business in like Web3 in crypto or did you like start another business uh, like in another industry or something in the past?
0: Yeah, no. So, I mean, I've always kind of been like in and out of like different startups, you know, whether it's with friends and things like that. Nothing serious, though. This is the first thing I'm really like kind of taking on like by myself. Um, I've always wanted to do something and I've always been kind of waiting, not waiting, but, you know, thinking, but also just kind of waiting for the right opportunity or just idea that like really kind of, you know, gets me interested in it. Um, and this kind of just all fell into place. Um, it's kind of funny how it started. yeah
1: or someone that wanted to, like, I guess, go the same route as you, like, you know, they spend a ton of time drawing, they have notebooks filled, they want to get into the NFT space. Um, What's some advice you would give them, like starting out? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I would say first off, um, you know, you just have to kind of like jump into it. But
0: I would say learn. I mean, I didn't do it until I really kind of learned the industry a little bit. Um, And I would say I was in the industry for about maybe about like four months before before I really even started to do it. Um, and it's not that much time, but in the crypto, Twitter, you know, round, like NFT worlds, that's a long time. Um, you know, try to just get as much knowledge as you could. But while you're doing that, you know, put some pen to paper and start creating some things and um, get a whole bunch of material out there and then just put it out there. You know, ask for help. But yeah, I mean, there shouldn't be any any
1: like hesitation about it and, and last thing what would you say was like the most challenging thing thus far in the the crypto nft space was it like uh you know deploying a contract building a community uh staking whatever like yeah so i would say like initially the most challenging thing
0: was just like figuring out like how to do layers um not 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 that it was challenging it was just like really time consuming um But I would say now, I mean, just continuing to, um, you know, really just get the word out there. Because the only real avenues that we have at the moment is really Twitter. Um, And that just, like, you're always going to be a little capped on that. Um, Especially if you're doing it, you know, organically. And when I say organically, I mean... You know, I get these messages in my inbox. You know, ten thousand followers for a hundred dollars and things like that. And I see all these projects with ten thousand plus followers, but like they have four people that like their posts and stuff like that. I'm like, just I'm not doing it that way. So I'm good with my two thousand followers that are actually real. Um, but yeah, I actually forgot what the question was. But
2: <laughs> so actually, let's talk about those followers. Um, what's the community engagement been like recently?
0: Yeah, I think it's great. Um, we definitely, so, and that's one of the main focuses is, you know, I want this to be fun for people. Um, I, I never have promised any crazy utility um, or really anything that I wasn't actually able to de- deliver. Um, being that we were a free mint, I'm very realistic and I'm very upfront with that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think engagement is great. It's definitely found a core group of Um, you know, people that are just fun to, um, you know, tweet with, uh, fun to talk to, um, and they care. I mean, we just had someone donate an NFT that's like 0.5 soul just for the fact that they wanted to see us grow. Um, and they're just, you know, they're a holder, but you know, they, it's just, I'm trying to attract people that are just in it a little bit more for just, you know, coming up with a profit. I mean, profits are good. Those are going to come. But it's cliche to say, but like, you know, it's, it's about like the people that like you come up with. And being that I am an old, you know, I'm a founder, artist, I'm doing it all myself. Like, I look to these individuals to like really help fuel the project. Um, So that's why, you know, I'm always going to give back to them when I could. um, And I definitely will in the future for sure.
2: It's extremely rewarding, isn't it? I remember when we when we did our first project. Um, it seems like you hit, it, it seems like nothing happens for a while, and then all of a sudden, like, like something flips, and all of a sudden you have tons of people in your Discord and your community, and they're talking to you, and um, like we ended up getting becoming really good friends with this guy that lived out in like a cornfield in Arkansas. Um, and he just loved, I forgot what his name. I forgot what his, his discord name was. It's been a while since we talked to him. Um, but it's, it's a really rewarding feeling like, like building a community and like having it like done the, the organic way versus like you said, like, cause trust me, we, we get those messages all the time too. Like, Oh, buy, buy 10,000 bot followers for yada, yada, yada. Um, I mean, I guess it's exactly what Elon Musk is like kind of called them out for was uh, <laughs> the whole like the bots and stuff but you know like when it comes to like building community that's like the one thing I really really like about this space is that it's extremely welcoming, people are down to talk to you. Um, like uh, yeah, it's just, it, oh and the other good thing is that like especially when it comes to like like from a business standpoint and Messiah and I have talked about this like a bunch of times. I wouldn't say and like the end of like the web three is like a cult following, but the people that are in it, like they're it's a buyer's market. Um, so it's extremely easy to like it's a lot easier to get something going, uh, versus like you know, starting like a software company, which I've done in the past. Like I started a, like a small fintech startup um like a year and a half ago. Dude, that was so freaking hard. <laughs> That was so freaking hard. I like busted my ass just to get like, I think we, I think we ended up like signing like 30 businesses to use our software. And then it crashed and burned. Cause we had, Oh no, it was awesome. Like it, but it was, it was, it was night and day, no sleep. Like, cause I had, you know, I have to work. I have a full-time job. Um, and It it was like a grind night and day. Like I wasn't going to bed till like three in the morning, like replying to emails and like trying because I couldn't get on a phone call. So I had to I had to like close all these deals over email. And um, then we had a flaw in our business plan. We had a flaw. We had a flaw in like how the business model was, and uh, it ended up uh, not like working for any of our clients. So they ended up just like canceling contract. And then we kind of just like okay. Good, sh- good try, good try, but like, badly. I think the reason why I brought that up was that, um, I think Web three like is a really good avenue for first time founders to like get in the space and like have some success versus, um, you know, trying to build, you know, Web two companies from the ground up, and it's a definitely a lot more expensive. Yeah, and
0: just the barrier to entry is just so much, so much smaller, coming in Web three, um, opposed to you know trying to, I mean, you need funds to, to start, um, a web two company. Um, you don't really need too much funds to start a web three company.
2: Yeah. I think all you really need to know is like learn how to code smart contracts and maybe I think, I think that's like the bare minimum. Um,
0: it is. I mean, and there's even, even if you don't know how to do that, like there's websites that do that for you. Um, so it's, they've made it almost to a point where like you don't need any technical knowledge um and even with all this AI stuff that's coming out um you don't even need any artistic knowledge either cuz you could just put a couple of you could put a couple of words into a free um, into like a sentence and it creates a picture for you and then you could just blast out an entire collection from there some crazy things that are going yeah on.
2: have you have you played around with dolly or dolly dolly and dolly?
0: i haven't i haven't um i just i I guess i will just to kinda like test it out, but i haven't no yet. i'll i'll, I'll shoot it. you
2: an invite for it um after yeah. this after this after the show um it is it is uh messiah have you have you ever, have you had a chance to play around with dolly
1: no no
2: it's d a l l e um it's basically like this a i thing i'm not a technical person, so i'm just gonna say a i thing um and basically you will just type in like whatever you want to see. Say like what I would like. What I like to do was I would type it in something like 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 something I'd want to see. So think uh, I want to a a picture of um, two mice fighting with spoons on the moon, but in thirty five millimeter film. Um, And it would just it the AI will actually generate an original piece of art of a two mice fighting with spoons on the moon. In like a stop motion type of like uh like type of setting like stop motion film type of like picture, um and you could use anything like oh I want to see. You you could type in like anything you want like I I want to see uh, a polaroid camera take a picture of itself and the AI will try to make that happen like uh, and I just thought I thought of the polaroid that was above my head so that's what came out of my head. <laughs> yeah
1: no that's nice, I gotta I gotta try that out.
2: Well um well John. I don't even think we even talked about, like, how do you, how did you even get into the, the, like the NFT and like web three space to begin with?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So more from just friends. Um, I, I, I had a friend that, or I, I have a friend that has been in crypto for like a long time. Um, he has, you know, his own like company in, in like blockchain stuff. Um, so just from that, um, and then a couple of my buddies, um, they just, you know, kind of brought me onto it. And that's just kind of how I started. And I've always been interested in, in blockchain and I never really knew what like NFTs were. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, it's just, it just was fun. So that's just kind of how I started.
2: Nice. Were, were you like trading cryptos beforehand?
0: Yeah. So I was, I got an ETH when I was about like 400. Um, so I bought a bunch of ETH and then kind of sat on it for a couple of years. And then I sold it at like, I think it was like, 3 or four thousand i think like at the at the top um somehow i don't know how that ended up um yeah right that that will never happen again <laughs> well wait, with
2: um, 400 the the pre-2017 or 2020 2020
0: so 2020. it was the second it was the second one okay gotcha yeah.
2: that's what i yeah.
0: On oh no i'm sorry the the 400 was yeah, I guess that was like early 2020, or like maybe 2020. Yeah, it was like
2: the bit, the the first big like crypt- the, the the original crypto winter.
0: Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, and then yeah, that's kind of what got me onto ETH, and then I got a hardware wallet, and I kind of just put some in there. Um, and then I did that first, and then I went into NFTs
1: afterwards. And what was the first? Uh, what was the first NFT? I guess that like you collected, like which one caught your attention. Uh, it's so funny. uh koodles Um, have
0: I don't know if you guys know about koodles but it was a derivative.
2: Oh, they said. Yeah, <laughs> no. So
0: it was a derivative of uh of Doodles. Um, they were going. I think it was hysterical because my friend told me to buy it. We all bought it, and then literally like the next day, it just tanked. Um, and it was, <laughs> but it was it was um like I think it was like three or four hundred at the time to buy it. Um. And then, yeah, just immediately tanked as soon as we bought it. But yeah, that was my first one. I still have it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Nice, man. We're, um, so actually, I want to like pull it back to what you were saying before. You said that you wanted to create your own marketplace on your website. Is that right?
0: Correct. Yeah. So at the moment, so that you could just use our website to be able to directly use our currency and sold. Um, So maybe that also means, you know, like, minting and stuff like that on our site. Um, And, like, maybe even trading on our site as well. Um, That I have to talk to my developer about. He might kill me. Um, But, yeah, I think that might be kind of what I'm going into. I just have to, at least, like, in terms of the trading stuff, I have to see kind of what that entails a little bit more. But, But, yeah, I mean, just something that you could use as, like, a marketplace, I guess.
1: With the marketplace in your own token, um, how do you feel going at it uh, in that space with, like, the news that you've seen come out last week with uh, the Board Yacht Club and the SEC?
0: Yeah, I I don't really know. So I, get, I don't know too much about it, to be honest. But in terms of, I guess, like, whether it's, I guess, like, legal to do or what it classifies us as um, – I just kind of look at it as like internal rewards program. As long as we're not, you know, trying to like have anyone use it for like money or anything like that. Um, I don't see how it's illegal. Um, but then again, I have no idea. Um, so I'm kind of just rolling the dice.
2: Yeah. I just like, I know when it comes to, when it, like when it comes to, I'm not, I'm not too sure about like marketplaces, but definitely when it comes to, like trading and it's basically making your own exchange um and i know there's like a ton of laws that i'm like i'm i'm not well versed in crypto law by any means so i can't really talk to it but like what would be your dream for it and like and like how is it how is well what actually first of all like how is your token going to work like um because i know it's going to be is it is it going to be like a full-blown token like on the blockchain or is this like something that's internally for for your
0: Yeah, no. so it's on the blockchain like technically it's a cryptocurrency um and yeah, I mean at the moment it's you just use it to kind of claim like raffle tickets um at this like very stage. Um, yeah, very simple. Um almost like we're giving them like a reward coupon. Yeah, so you know, NFTs or white lists um or really anything um that we have a value that we want to give away. Um we could use um, that system to have them, like, p- purchase it.
1: And this is strictly on Solana, correct? This is on Solana, yep. The, it's on the Solana blockchain. And the collection of the Soul Reapers, 2,222. Um, how many holders do you have? So right now it's about, like, 150-ish. Um, so, yeah, low on, like, the holder count um, at the moment. Um, but, yeah, it's about, like, 150. Oh, that, that that's all good um it shows interest right uh to sell out in one day uh 150 holders that's pretty good yeah it was a free that. it was a free mint which kind of gets that
0: um number a little bit lower um but yeah you know obviously as we as we scale we'll be able to reach more what
2: are some of your what are some of your like plans or like what's your strategy on on uh like, like your marketing strategy on like reaching a wider audience
0: yeah absolutely i mean i i think really the 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 play right now is just to just to really jump in spaces right like just be known start talking building relationships with different people um and then also you know kind of reaching out and finding a few projects um that we could collab with right um i think that's a great way to kind of move the needle um see new people um and just kind of like reach a different audience um you know through those types of collabs
2: okay any, any particular projects that maybe you have been having conversations with uh, about doing a collaboration with? So
0: none right now. Um, I, I am still in the, like, just creating or finishing up the 200 collection. Um, so as of right now, my main focus is finishing that and jumping in in spaces and, you know, learning a little bit um, more um, and also just building up those relationships and then um, as it gets a little bit closer to when we're ready to release the mint, um, definitely we'll be able to ramp up a little bit more on the collab side. Um, but I'd probably say like in a couple of weeks, that's probably around where we'll be.
1: Okay. Nice. I also want to uh, kind of piggyback on that, the whole spaces a uh, bit. Um, one thing I've noticed, we're talking to like, you know, numerous founders, um, on different projects. Um, one thing that they all have in common is a solid Spaces grind, right? I think uh, it was maybe Serial Club who we spoke to that said they were dedicating like eight hours a day to Spaces. Um, And that kind of like really, really stood out to me because me and Parker's first project, I think that is where we slacked the most was like on Twitter Spaces. Um, We didn't give it enough effort. So I'm always curious to hear how like other founders go about using Twitter Spaces to get the word out. Um, So like, what's it like for you?
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, I kind of utilize that, not even to like get the word out for my project, um, but just to build relationships. Um, and I think by doing that with the right people over, you know, a right period of time, and just adding value to the conversations that are going on, um, and to other people that are in the space, I think, the you know, the reward from that's going to come, not like instantly, but it's going to come a little bit down the line. Um because there's a lot that you could do with that. Yeah, I
1: agree. and it's nice to take that approach because then, like, it's it's organic and it's mutual, right? Uh, you know, people kind of look out for the the grifters, the people that you know join the space and are like, "Gimme, gimme, gimme, gimme your attention, gimme your followers." You know, uh, everyone focus on what I'm doing. Exactly, um, yeah. those are kind of like red flags. Yeah, so I appreciate you, you know, taking the the right approach, like building relationships and going about it the organic. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So um, one of the things that Messiah and I found with our first project is that um, a lot of people would have like, I wouldn't say concerns, but ask a lot of questions about like, what's going on with the comp or what's going on within like internally within the team or whatever. Um, is there any, like, particular things that come up pretty often within the community about, like, what they're discussing about about Soul Reapers?
0: So, not at all, really. Um, I haven't heard, I mean, there could be, but not nothing to me, at least. And I think it's the sole reason that they just see Soul Reapers pop up on their timeline, like, every two seconds. Um, so they know, or at least I think that they know that I'm grinding, so they um, really don't have any concerns, I would think with whether or like where my head is at in terms of growing the the project that's like kind of my interpretation of it but yeah i mean i haven't really heard anything i've heard stuff with like um you know w- yeah no i actually i don't think i really heard too too much which is great
2: um i, don't know, I, th- I can't remember what i'm sorry what was this like I, I can't really quite remember what it was i know there's like because our our discord is freaking popping at one point um I'm sorry, do you remember like what what were like some of the stuff that that our that our that, like our community was talking about a lot? I know it was like the, our pro- the last project just seemed like such like like, like seemed like a lifetime ago, um, even though it was only like even though it was only a year. Um,
1: yeah, no, I know. Um, the the first concerns that popped up were like uh, around minting the mint date, um, it being too soon. Maybe we should wait. Maybe we should build a community a bit more. Um, But we were also in a time where, like, now I feel like projects have, uh, you know, the landscape is better to build a project. People understand, like, with Organic, you're not going to have 100,000 followers overnight. You're not going to have a huge celebrity endorsement on the first day you announce a project. Um, Projects with these huge promises that they're going to build the universe all over again are, like, completely unrealistic, right? So for us, we were, like, gauging a community that were, like, uh, just... The space in general, people were used to projects having 100,000 followers within a week. Discord's, you know, being extremely hard to get into. As soon as the whitelist is announced, it's like completely full and no one could get into it. So as we were building organic, people were like a little bit concerned of the growth because it wasn't like, you know, too crowded in our space. And I think we, we started... Uh, with like 8,000 NFTs, we ended up chopping it down to 2,000 because it was like, you know, more bite-sized. We were at like 10,000 uh, followers on Twitter, uh, maybe like 3,000, 2,000 in the Discord. And it was like really organic, really there, but people wanted like, you know, so much more. And it was it was the opposite of organic growth, right? It was like completely unrealistic. So having those conversations with hundreds of people, like it just goes all over the place.
2: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, are you managing your like your Discord all by yourself?
0: I am. Um, it's it's not super active right now. A lot of the the activity actually happens on Twitter. Um I use or I I kinda utilize Discord more in terms of like information um that I want to give out to to followers. Um at least right now. Um, so I think there's about like a hundred people in my Discord. Um, I've never had like a discord contest or anything like that. I kind of feel like, like, you know, if someone wants to join the discord, like they'll join the discord, I don't need to invite them. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, just like I kind of grow my Twitter or grow the Twitter, I want to grow the, the discord the same way, just with people that want to be there. Um, and that actually, you know, have an interest in the project. So, but they don't, it's not very active at the moment, but I do moderate. I do, you know, run that as well.
2: Okay. Um, cool thing that I've that I learned uh, on on Discord. I was because we're trying to talk to this project called Soulstar, and um, they do peer to peer crypto transactions, but as a Discord bot. So if you're gonna, that's I would think like what a really what this could be really uh used for it would be a um like airdrop, but do like a like a token airdrop that you're that you're, that you're developing, um. But strictly to your Discord members, um. So I think that could be like a really good avenue to um to like kind of get like Discord uh flowing up a little bit. Hundred percent. Well, um. So I know we we are coming up on time. So I want to give you the next like five minutes to just gonna talk to your community, talk about some sort of call to action that's coming that's coming up soon. Any any dates that that your community should be aware of maybe an announcement or two, uh, but I would say the floor is yours.
0: Cool. Yeah, I mean, so not too much in terms of, like, announcements, but I would say, um, you know, thank you, obviously, everyone, for, um, you know, just being part of the community and project and, you know, being so active like you are. Um, I could post a picture, and then, you know, I know, like, instantly there's going to be 10 people uh, the same 10 people that are going to instantly like it. So I like that and I see it and I see everyone um, doing that. Um, definitely appreciate it. And um, I'm taking notes because I know once we do blow up, you know, those are the people obviously first I'm going to take care of. Um, but yeah, I mean, calls of action. I mean, I would just say stay, you know, just just hang in there. I mean, um, it's going to be a little bit until the, the activity starts to really go crazy um, in terms of like trading activity um at least for the reapers um so finishing up the the collection which is um, i have about like 50 more left um that i could do um so it'll probably be a couple of weeks um i do have um someone that's going to be helping us out with the marketing um someone in the community um really awesome dude um so he's kind of going to be joining the team for that one-on-one drop um So there's definitely things coming up. um, But I would just say keep a lookout for the dates for the one-on-one. Try to grab a whitelist because there's only going to be 200 total supply. um, And I'll probably do around like half of that whitelist. And then just kind of take it from there. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, that's really um, everything that I have. Just thank you for actually, you know, liking my really weird pictures.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Is there, a, is there a date for that drop?
0: I, we don't have a date yet, but All I would right. probably say like a
1: month from now.
2: All right, cool. We'll make sure to, we'll definitely get this, uh, we'll get this out to the, to the masses um, as yeah. soon as possible.
1: All right, man, John, so it was uh, great talking with you today. Um, very interesting guy. I'm curious to learn more about the Soul Reapers. It sounds like a great project. Sounds like it's backed by a great founder. Um, so I wish you the best. Um, yeah, and really appreciate you for joining us uh, here at the Vault Podcast.